0: For all the info, head over to bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. That's bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. It's the Voice Coach Podcast with me, Nick Redman, your own personal voice geek ready to guide you through getting the most out of your speaking voice. If you use your voice for a living as an actor, podcaster, voice artist, speaker or presenter, then this is the podcast for you. Let's crack on. Well, hello, don't you look romantic. It's Valentine's Day. Well, if you're listening to this on release day, and I am full of love, love and joy and reflection and all those kind of nice things. Today's all about love, voice love, I lush. This episode is all about loving your voice. Let's get straight to it. You know, one of the things I hear a lot from new clients who record their voice for a living, so that's, you know, whether you're a podcaster or you're a voiceover artist or a narrator or a presenter or even a coach making online courses recording themselves, this app's for you. You know, it's that answer to the question, I hate the sound of my own voice, which I hear far too much. and makes me very sad. <laughs> so, Today, I'm going to offer you a few insights to help you sort of learn to love your voice again, to appreciate your sound and, well, I suppose just generally find confidence in what you offer vocally, what you offer uniquely vocally. Just leaning into that there. You, your voice, not anybody else's voice. (laughs) It's going to be a bloody love fest. So uh, let's drop in, uh, grab yourself some chocolates and maybe a wee wine. Now, these tips are a mix of like practical, some are more psychological, but we do have to come at this from all angles. You know, like if we're following the bio social model from mental health influence and also what they teach in vocal health education's vocal health first aid or training, then there is even a social element to consider, you know, your environment, your crew and your colleagues. So here we go. How to love your voice. Tip one, immerse yourself in it don't be like, I can't listen to my voice. I hate my voice. You have to immerse yourself in it. Dive in. One of the main reasons people don't like the sound of their voice is because they're, well, they're not used to hearing it through just their ears. So it literally sounds different. Like it doesn't sound like them is often what people say, which can be a terrifying shock. Let's be honest. When we hear our voices, we hear it through our ears sure you know via the sound that comes out of our mouth and travels through the air and goes back in through our ears but we also hear it internally via bone conducted hearing so basically all the vibrations travel through all the smushy bony all kinds of stuff in our heads and we hear it that way too so we're sort of getting it in <laughs> this is this isn't science we're sort of getting it in stereo plus one mode in the sense that it comes in two ears and it also comes from within and that really changes the sound quality And you just need to make sure you're listening to yourself more in the way that others hear you via just a speaker, which is easy these days. We've all got one in our phones. So don't say that it's too technologically hard. (laughs) It's basically sort of enrolling yourself in immersion therapy for the voice and it works. Like eventually the differences you hear get less and you balance the two inputs of what you're hearing internally and feeling internally, of course, and hearing externally. And it does work, honestly, I promise. Like technically, the immersion until you're used to your voice and actually loving your voice are different beasts. But familiarity does breed confidence and also understanding. So it's really key that you do this, that you listen to yourself as much as you can, especially if you're going to be working on your voice in some way. You know, you can't accurately affect change and explore your voice if you don't really know what it sounds like you know, so often we talk about sensation over sound. So you really have to know your voice from all angles. So that's tip one, listen to yourself, get your fucking phone out, record yourself once a day, speaking in whatever context you have to speak and listen back, biting your thumb or whatever you need to, but just listen to yourself. That's it. Secondly, I do think it's really important to understand another reason why you might actually dislike certain elements of your voice <laughs> like why do you not like it it's it's mad really when you think about it but the real truth of it is it's society and the media we all have other people's opinions on all sorts of things pumped into our brains day after day minute by minute and sometimes that's lovely good things and sometimes it's worse things like features on people who don't like certain accents for some peculiar rude reason or you know studies into why certain vocal qualities are just terrible like vocal fry for example and you know other comments on how the tone of certain people's voices just makes their skin crawl all this horrible stuff that people feel they have the permission to put out there into the world but all this unconscious bias all this stuff that's pumped into us that we absorb not only affects how we hear and judge other people whether we realize it or not But how we hear and judge ourselves as well. You know, we are the harshest critics of ourselves. So, for example, like if you hear your voice in your head with a bit more bass or texture and then when you hear it played back to you, maybe you do an interview or something for a press piece, you hear it played back and it doesn't sound like you thought it was going to sound. Maybe it's higher pitched or less expressive or has a slightly different tonal quality. You're going to be responding to that when you hear it through the lens that all this media has influenced and cultivated. So you're not just going, oh, God, I didn't think I'd sound like that. That's weird. You're going, ah, my voice sounds weird and higher and screechier and more monotonier than what I thought. How hideous. Oh, that's terrible. My voice is terrible. So I suppose what I'm trying to say is try to remember, it's not often your opinion that's really coming out here. It's that unconscious bias that you're working against and may not even be aware of that has been created by our media and social influences. God, that was a bit soapboxy, but I had to get it out. In short, it's someone else's fucking opinion. And usually, and you should, tell it to or them, if they happen to be someone who's literally said something horrific to you about your voice in the flesh, tell them to feck off. <laughs> Get in see. And you, with your opinion, that's really not your opinion, be kind to yourself. Try and listen with non-judgmental ear. Just absorb yourself. That's a weird sentence. Oh well, it came out. <laughs> listen to yourself and learn how you really sound. And she says, skillfully segueing into voice tip three, how your voice makes other people feel. You know, this is a a huge one. How does your voice affect people? Does it comfort them and how it settles them and soothes them and inspires them and makes them laugh and all those lovely things that we do with our voices day to day to the people around us who really matter? How do we do that? Well, this is the best bit, really. I mean, it's cringe and tough, but it's the best bit. We get our feckin' mates to compliment us. (laughs) Yes, I want you to call up your best mate, the one that really knows you, loves you and knows what you do and you ask them a few questions. Now, granted, a lot of my friends tell me the God's honest truth a lot of the time, which sometimes can be harsh. But when it comes to this, if you explain to them the situation a little bit without giving too much away and then ask them these questions. How does my voice make you feel? What do you like about my voice? And you'll notice there I've not gone, Do you like my voice? Do you think my voice sounds, insert negative thing here? No, those questions are specifically worded to encourage specific answers or answering in a way that is going to be positive and supportive. So you're not going, so-and-so on the internet said my voice sounds really whiny. Do you think my voice is whiny? And they go, well, sort of maybe when you're talking about (laughs) No, you're just going, how does my voice make you feel? What do you like about my voice? Those are the questions. And then, and this is the hard bit, when they answer, you say, thank you. <laughs> you don't go, oh, no, 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 that's pure shit." My voice is this, 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 this and awful. Oh, God. No, you say, thank you. <laughs> And you listen and you accept and you take that on board and you absorb that opinion, not the opinion of a trumped up, I don't know, for example, celebrity person from a particular TV show here in the UK who decided to really take again the Scouse accent recently. Uh, ugh. <laughs> I was a bit specific, but <laughs> point is there's people out there having to go up voices all the time and it's none of their fecking business. So they should just keep out of it. A lot of the time it's rude, offensive, at best. <laughs> There are many worse things it is. So that's what I want you to do. And then you hug your mate, you toast and you lip trill your way into something fun. (laughs) In conclusion, for this point, listen to the people that really matter, that you can trust. The truth of it is, it's about what you say. It's not about your tone or your accent or your delivery. And the people who want to hear you and need your message will know that. The people who don't, won't. And they're the ones that decide they've got an opinion. So let's recap. Listen to yourself more. Ignore the haters. And have a nice night in with your mates, getting them to compliment you and your voice. (laughs) Doesn't sound too bad, does it? And I know there's an argument for, yes, but if a producer says I sound sibilant, then I need to sort that out. (sighs) I get that. Like I deal with those kind of tweaks in my one-to-one practice all the time. I think it's understanding that those things don't necessarily mean that your voice is awful and useless and terrible. They're just features that in a particular moment in time, needle somebody a wee bit and just set off one particular person's mesophonia and it's their one opinion. So take that on board with all the other information that you get and move forward from there. All right, I hope this helps you or someone you love and their voice. And If you really want to immerse yourself in your voice and you and really treat it and have a lovely time, then clang – Get your name on the waitlist for the next Ultimate Voice Getaway Retreat. It's happening in May 2022 and I'd really love you to join me. I'll be here in the country with the lovely views and the fresh air and the rivers and the gorgeous, gorgeous countryside and the hot tubs for a few days of glorious voice work and walking and good food and bevies, if that's your thing, just so you can treat your voice. Show it that you love it. Give it a romantic weekend in the country with me and a group of other wonderful voice-focused people. I'll pop a link to it in the show notes, uh, the waiting list. So pop your name on there. They do always sell out as there's limited spots because I hold these at my glorious country uh, <laughs> a retreat, Bushnook Farmhouse, and there's literally only a certain number of beds because <laughs> it's my house. So you'll want to get in there early. Alrighty, that's it for now. Take your beautiful, unique, powerful, worthy voice, please, and be loud and proud. See you next time. Thanks for listening to The Voice Coach Podcast. For even more tips, tricks, exercises and a general crack, head over to our Facebook community, The Voice and Accent Hub. Thanks again.